God bless everybody. This is Prophet Elia, and welcome to another prophetic service tonight. And I know that God is going to bless you and increase you in a special way. I want you to share this. Let somebody know that the prophet is live and God is going to increase you. He's going to bless you. He's going to show himself faithful in your life. I want you to share this. I am so excited for this evening. I'm excited for what it represents. And I thank God for the things that are already aligning in your life to the glory of God. So wherever you're watching from, I want you to let somebody know that the prophet is live. I want you to let somebody know that the prophet is live and God is going to increase you and bless you. Share this right now as fast as you can. And uh, I, I'm so privileged to have the greatest prophet, my brother and my friend. Uh, I've known him for too many years and he's been a tremendous blessing to me. To be honest with you, if uh, I did not meet him at the time that I met him, uh, today we were sitting down and in the car, we went to look at some things and I was talking to him and I was, uh, I was telling the prophet that um, I reminded him of one day we sat in a hotel room. We were so broken due to many situations and I sat down with the prophet and the prophet began to counsel me because I lost so much faith in uh, serving God. Not because of God, but because of the things we saw in people we looked up to. And the prophet told me, you know, my brother, remember that what we are doing is not validated by men, but is validated by God. This is pushing us the more to do what God wants us to do and to not be like those that preceded us, but to be better. Even their errors are our lessons. And it counseled me, and I remember leaving that place with so much strength and so much energy. And... Uh, definitely pushed even more in the work of God. So I always say uh, Prophet Glovis is, is the, I, I don't know if I should say this, <laughs> but G is for God in him. And L is because he can produce a lot of Lovis. So uh, I'm thankful for the prophet. The prophet is a good, 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 special brother. You know, there are people, uh, there are people that you meet that take away from your life and there are people that add on to your life. And definitely the great prophet has added into my life, and I thank God for him. I thank God for him. So I want you to share this, and I want you to know that I have a special message for you, the spirit of utterance in the spirit of the prophetic school. Uh, I'm sure I want to bless people a little bit, and today I think I'm going to sponsor a few more people. Maybe I will sponsor about uh, 20 or 30 people online, as the Lord will lead. If the prophet speaks, maybe we can add even more. So it's up to the great prophet. But the prophet came to help in the school and he's going to teach also along with me. And we are going to be a tremendous blessing to you. And I tell you this, uh, one thing that I thank God about what he has given us in this church, Revelation Church, is that I always say this, I want to leave this world empty. It will make no sense to come into this world and you have so many encounters, you have so many visitations, you see God in a tremendous way, and no one can replicate it after you yeah. or do it more. You failed. Yeah. You know, I don't believe in, uh, in Christianity whereby you serve God and when you go, what you came with lives with you. It is wrong. It's an abomination in the sight of God and it's failure in the sight of God. Uh, Jesus made disciples. We are supposed to make disciples. Right. Jesus made 12 
the 12 made thousands. Mm -hmm. We are supposed to make tens of thousands. Yeah. Others should make millions and hundreds of millions. Mm -hmm. Some people should make trillions. That is how the world will be covered with the gospel. Amen. Uh, the work of God is not a one-man show. Amen. So I love the prophet and I, and I love me by the grace of God that I'm generous with information. Because what separates you from where you're supposed to be is not prayer. It's information. If you don't know, you don't know. It doesn't matter if you pray. But knowing places you to become a candidate of receiving. So I want you to share this as much more uh, uh, Facebook. I want to see those who are on Facebook. Can I see those who are on Facebook? Uh, Facebook. Keep sharing Facebook. More people, I want you to share Libara da Bayakata, Tindra Anduvia Keseve de Bea, Leronde Parivia Alubia Akataya. I think the Lord. Just type where you're watching from, type where you're watching from, and just say, I have shared prophet, and type where you're watching from, and, and uh, God is going to bless you and increase you. Amen. Type from where you're watching from, type from where you're watching from. Hallelujah. Kedilibaya. Type where you're watching from. Type from where you're watching from and God is going to bless you. I thank the Lord Jesus for Elias' generation and God is going to show himself mighty. Hallelujah. 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 Now listen to me. Uh, uh, listen to me and listen to me well. Uh, when you're about to get on a plane, when you're about to get on a plane, there are people who are in first class, there are people who are in business class, then economy and so forth. Uh, by the spirit, you have waited in the wings for a long time. Mm -hmm. It was everybody else's time, mm -hmm. but now it is your turn. Amen. It is not only your turn, but it is your time. God is about to launch you into a place you have never been. Some of you have waited years, some of you have waited months, some of you have waited hours. I want you to know the angel of the Lord, God himself has sent his angel unto you to tell you that it is your time and it is your turn. Sometimes it is your time, but it's not your turn. But God is saying it is your time and it is your turn. Somebody shout fire. Somebody say it is my turn and it is my time. Can I get the charger for this quickly? I want you to go to Matthew. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. I want the portable one, the portable charger. Guys, quick. Matthew 10, verse 8. Yes. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, uh -huh. cast out devils. Uh -huh. Freely ye have received, freely give. One more time. Heal the sick. Uh-huh. Cleanse the lepers, uh -huh. raise the dead, uh -huh. cast out devils. Uh -huh. Freely ye have received, freely give. One more time. Let's all read it together. One, two, three. Heal the sick, mm -hmm. cleanse the lepers. No, no, no. Let's start over. Gee, some people are really... <laughs> Let's all get our Bibles. Even when you're watching from home, get your Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, when you're ready, even those who are at home say, I am ready and we're going to proceed. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Are we ready? Are we ready? ready. YouTube, are you ready? 
Let me see YouTube. YouTube, are you ready? Bishop. Hey. Hallelujah. Keep sharing, and if you're ready, just type, I am ready. We are ready? Okay, one, two, three. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. One more time. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, mm -hmm. cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. One more time with everything in you. Heal the sick. Now, I want you to understand something. I want you to capture something by the special grace of God. The Bible is not saying, pray for the sick, pray for the dead, pray that demons will be cast out, pray for the blind, seek God for those who are lost, Deliver, pray for deliverance for others. But the Bible is saying this. Read it one more time. One, two, three. Heal the sick, uh -huh. cleanse the lepers, mm -hmm. raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Now, I want you to look at something. Go to the book of Luke as fast as you can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe Luke 4, 18. Luke 4, 18, if I'm not wrong. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Amen. Uh, are you there? Yes. Uh, please, go ahead, read it. Luke 4, verse 18. Yes. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, uh -huh. because he hath anointed me it, to preach the gospel uh -huh. to the poor. Uh -huh. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, uh -huh. to preach deliverance to the captives, uh -huh. and recovering of sight to the blind, mm -hmm. to set at liberty them that are bruised. Stop right there. Now, there is a big contradiction in the body of Christ when it comes to this, because believers don't understand that there is a realm of utterance that exists Amen. in the realm of the spirit. Amen. You have to understand as a child of God, as an anointed believer, those who have believed, those who have given their life to Jesus, you are not called by God to pray for the sick. Yes. You are called to heal the sick. Amen. The reason why so many cannot heal the sick is because they are praying for the sick. You are praying for something that God has endowed you with the ability to take care of. In other words, you are looking for something from God that he has given unto you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. The reason why things are not changing is because many believers have not entered into the spirit of utterance. The spirit of utterance has not descended upon them. Let me explain to you what the spirit of utterance is. The Lord Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me to preach. The word preach there is to declare or to speak or to utter. Jesus is saying what I am speaking it is God speaking, no longer me trying to tell you we should look for God for this. The gospel is not about looking for people and telling them that we should pray. But the gospel is somebody coming to demonstrate God 
to you. You have to understand Jesus sent us to preach the gospel of the kingdom. What is the gospel of the kingdom? My son Richard preached this and he taught about this in a tremendous way. And, and you have to understand the gospel of the kingdom is that God has come to join himself with mankind. It is not that God is separate from mankind and you're going to hell. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Is that God has come to mankind. If you would open your heart, God would change you, will save you and he will take you higher. But the issue is those who are attempting to preach of those who have started to preach, they are still in the realm of men. They have not entered into the realm yes. of utterance. Yes. Technically, Jesus is the healer. Yes. But as far as Jesus is concerned, he's not healing anybody anymore. You are supposed to heal people. Amen. Amen. I wish somebody could hear me. Amen. As far as the Lord is concerned, it is not his business to heal people anymore. He paid the price for it. He gave you the ability to do so. And he's sitting on his throne yes. telling you, go and heal the sick. Yes. You have to understand the only time Jesus said, whatsoever you shall ask me, is when we ask him pertaining to our own lives. Yes. Wow. I, I wish somebody could hear me. When I have things that I want in my life, I go before the Lord and I say, Lord, I need this. I need this provision. I thank you for this provision. I, 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 Lord, do this in my life. God, do that in my life. Let me see this in my life. But when I stand before people, I cannot offer the same prayer. If I offer the same prayer, it means that when I was before God, he did not give me utterance. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. It means that God did not empower me to speak as him. You have to understand that nothing has ever changed without words, without God speaking. If you go to Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1, you realize that the first thing we see is God speaking. Not to somebody, not to angels, but speaking to something that doesn't exist and causing it to exist. And God said, let there be light. There was no light, but God is talking to something called light. So we know God is God, not because he prays. I wish somebody could hear me. We know God is God, not because he prays. We know God is God because he speaks and calls those things that don't exist. And he speaks to them and they exist. So if you have joined yourself to the kingdom of God, meaning you have become joint with God, yes. you are supposed to manifest the same virtue. Yes. Amen. There are things as a child of God you ought not to pray for. Come on. Come on. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. There are certain things you're not supposed to to pray for but you pray for them because you have not entered in the realm of utterance yes. Peter did not pray that his shadow will heal people. Father, today when I leave the house, huh, let my shadow begin to heal people. People realized that I was touched by his shadow and I got healed. Every time this man passes, let's make sure we lay sick people so that his shadow can touch them. He became a manifestation of the virtue. 
I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself. The Lord Jesus tells his disciples, uh, we have to go and wake Lazarus up because Lazarus is asleep. They said, Lord, if he's sleeping, will he not wake up? What does that mean? There are things in your life you think are dead. They are not dead. They are simply asleep. Your problem is you have uttered death, so they are appearing to be dead. There is nowhere God said pray for the dead. He said raise the dead. If your business is not flourishing, it's not a matter of prayer. It's a matter of raising it from the dead. I feel like I'm talking to myself. If your ministry is not growing as a man of God, you ought to know what God wants you to do and speak. Yes. When Jesus arrived there, they came and said, Lord, if you are only here, this would have not happened. He said, uh, 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 don't you know I am the resurrection and the life? Did I not tell you? If you believe, you will see the dead rise. Mm. They said, Lord, we believe in the last day they will rise. Your problem is you think your solution will come one day, but you don't know that it is your time. And it is your turn. So you think that I have to wait for my time before God, but God, by coming on earth as a man, dying and resurrecting, endowing you with power, it means it is your turn and it is your time. Because you still wish is the reason you are in the same place. I feel like I'm talking to myself, prophet. The reason why you're still trapped in the same place is because you are hoping. But you don't know that Christ is our hope. So because Jesus already came, hope has already, we have already passed the stage of hope. I feel like I'm talking to myself. We have already passed the level of hope. We have already passed there because we know. Because he rose, I will rise. Yes. Because he fell and rose up, I will also fall and rise up. So the whole part we have passed, we know. It is no longer something we are waiting to come to pass. I feel like I'm talking to myself this evening. God is about to bring you to the realm of utterance. I said God is about to bring you to the realm of utterance. The Lord is about to raise you to the realm of utterance. The problem is you are praying too much and manifesting less of what God has commanded you to do. Jesus commanded us to do this. He did not ask us if we yes. can. He did not say, may you. Could you please? He said, raise the dead. It's like if I tell, uh, if I, if I tell my sons, uh, uh, please get me water. I'm not really asking to say if he can. I'm being nice. Please get me water. It is not uh, if you can, if you may not. But Jesus didn't even use please. <laughs> he said go. There is no wiggle room. There is no breathing room. Go and do this. Go and do that. Listen to me. I pray a lot. It's a good thing to pray. But it's terrible when you pray, but you don't act on the things that you have prayed. Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. 
So Jesus gets there, he stands before the tomb, he tells them, roll the tomb. They said, he's smelling. Some of you, you look at your situation, you say, God, just give me another one because that, that business is already dead. It is beyond recovery. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Some of you are looking at your career saying that ah, this one is beyond recovery. Lord, just give me to start something new. You have to understand when a person dies, decomposition begins immediately. The body begins to decompose immediately. Lazarus was on his third day inside the grave, meaning already there is no preservation there. He's already smelling. It means there are things that have already gone completely wrong. But Jesus stood there and he said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. And I am speaking for their benefit, not for my benefit. Lazarus, get up. Uh, That is not prayer. (laughs) He's insulting you. Saying, Father, I'm praying so that they know you sent me. Mm, Lazarus, get up. He didn't say, Father, let your anointing raise Lazarus. Mm. He never said that. He said, Father, I am praying for their sake so that they know you sent me. I know you heard me. I know you always hear me. Lazarus, get up. So you see, when you're in the realm of utterance, God already has heard you and is always hearing you. Mm. Mm. Whoever is taking notes, I want you to take these notes. When you're in the realm of utterance, God has already heard you and he always hears you. God has already heard you and God is always hearing you. In this dimension, you already know the complete mind of God regarding general situations. Let me tell you something. If you ever pray, God, please heal me, you don't know what Jesus did on the cross. There's no such thing if it is your will, heal me. That's a wrong prayer. Before the cross, sure. After the cross, wrong prayer. If you pray, Lord, please bless me. After the cross, wrong prayer. Before the cross, sure. After the cross, wrong prayer. God increase me. Before the cross, sure. After the cross, wrong prayer. Because now you have become a co-heir with Christ. What belongs to him belongs to you. How much more expansion can you get? How much more increase can you get? A lot of times, prophet, and I know you teach about this all the time, is that people think stagnancy is, is always a demon. No. The biggest demon in your life is you. I'm going to teach this in prophetic school, uh, but let me just show you how powerful utterance is, but I will expound on it in prophetic school. Job chapter 38, verse 11 to 13. Job 38, 11 to 13. Glory be to the Lord Jesus. Job 38, 11 to 13. Yes. And said, Yes. Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further. Uh And here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Now notice this. God is talking, is telling Job, I told the sea, 
when I separated the sea from the land, I told the sea, this is how far you will come. And your proud wave will go, waves will go this far. So God set the boundaries for proud waves, meaning waves are proud. That is why sometimes you can build your house by the sea. One day the waves knocks down your house. You say the devil came for me. No. God set a boundary for the waves. So you know not to be around where the waves come because the proud wave can once day cover you. Don't say it was a demon. No. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. So God is speaking to Job and saying, I told the sea it can go this far and the proud waves can go this far. Notice God said, you are proud waves. Meaning every time you see waves, they are displaying their splendor. They are showing that they are the sea. Once upon a time, they used to cover the earth. And God called it pride. <laughs> but not pride in the sense of like, you know, like, uh, uh, like showing off. Pride as in, uh, I am proud of this. It, you know, I surf. And my daughter here surfs too. Uh, and, and we love waves because if the waves are good, surfing goes well. Amen. I didn't hear your amen. I thought you'd give me a bigger <laughs> amen. But God is saying that he told the waves to do this and they did it. Now listen to what God says. Keep going. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days? Have you ever commanded the morning since thy days? Keep going. And caused the day spring to know his place. And caused the day spring to know his place. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth. So that it may take hold of the ends of the earth. That the wicked might be shaken out of it. That the wicked may be shaken out of it. Let me stop you right there. The children of Job died because it was his fault. You did not catch what I just told you. God told him because you did not know that you can command an angel called the morning. And by commanding the morning, you assign a certain angel called day spring to take hold of the day. When that angel takes hold of your day, every demon, every witchcraft will be shaken upside down. So the devil got an advantage over Job because Job was praying too much. But did not know this secret. Every time his children went to meet and party, his fa their father was offering, offering, Father, I hope they are not sinning against you. That one day you would destroy them. But he did not know that he was already a man of grace. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm talking to myself. So the enemy got opportunity because Job did not know a secret. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself. Somebody said, God bring me into utterance. In the prophetic school, I will teach people how to... <laughs> Let me tell you something. There are two kinds of angels. I'm categorizing this not in terms of hierarchy of angels, but I'm talking about functionality of angel. If you go to the book of Genesis, the Bible says something very uh, interesting. It says Jacob slept. And as he was sleeping, he saw a ladder coming from heaven to earth. But notice what it says. It says he saw angels ascending and descending. Meaning these angels were not from heaven. You did not hear me. Because these angels are on mission on earth. They are going up and coming down. They are not coming from up down. I will save it for prophetic school. I will save it for prophetic school. 
I don't know if you're getting in. The Bible says you are blessed coming in and going out. It doesn't say you are blessed going out and coming in. The reason why you don't get blessed when you go out to hustle in your day is because you are praying for the blessing in the morning. When you're going to bed, it's evidence that you already came back. But because you don't walk in the realm of the prophetic, you think that your day is beginning when 6 a.m. comes. <laughs> There's a major testimony that is cooking. I'm waiting to give it very, very soon in the next few days. I don't know if somebody is hearing me. So the issue here, the issue here is very simple. The issue here is extremely simple. You are where you are because you don't understand the realm of utterance. Because you have missed the realm of utterance, it has given you difficulty in walking in where God wants you to be. It has limited you not to express what God wants you to express simply because of one thing. You don't know. Listen to what the Lord Jesus said. Let, let, let me take you to the Bible so that I, I, I can finish with, with this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> You know, that's a prophetic love. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you hear me doing that, uh, uh, when you hear me do that kind of love, you know that something is brewing in the spirit. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that uh, your, your God laughs at his enemies. You know, laughing is prophetic. Amen. 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 Matthew sixteen nineteen. Matthew 16, 16 19. Okay. Matthew 16, 19. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Are you there? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Matthew 16, verse 19. Yes. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom mm -hmm. of heaven. Uh-huh. Yes. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound wait, in wait, heaven. Wait, 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 wait. Did God tell you specifically what you can bind? Whatsoever. Whatsoever. No, no, no. You did not hear me. Read it again. <laughs> and I will give unto thee the king, the keys of the kingdom of Je heaven. Jesus told them, I'll give you these keys. And when I give you these keys, what will happen? Whatsoever thou shalt bind uh -uh, on earth. It means God is no longer in control of your tongue. <laughs> some, some people miss the point. Listen. Whatsoever means I'm giving you a blank check, do as you want. When you have entered the realm of utterance, God trusts whatever you speak will be for the interest of the kingdom. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Whatsoever is a blank check. God is not telling you... Uh, 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 there are certain things you pray for. He said, I am giving you keys. What does it mean to give somebody keys? Access. 
keys don't only mean access to a place because the difference between owning a house and being a landlord in a place is that when you have the keys, the landlord also has the keys, a master key. That even though you change the lock, he can still unlock your house. And he can kick you out and put somebody else in there. Do you realize the Bible does not say heaven is his home? Yeah. What does the Bible say? Heaven is his throne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're not understanding it. Some people missed it. Heaven is the throne of God. It's not the home of God. Yeah. Wow. Is God manifested in heaven? Absolutely. Yeah. But heaven is not his home. His home is far above all heavens. So the Bible says you have been made co-heirs with Christ. Now Christ went to prepare a place for you in his father's house. He said in my father's house are many mansions. I go and prepare a place for you. The difference between you and just somebody who is claiming to be a Christian is this. There is a house built for you in heaven. The house, what you don't understand is this. If you have property in heaven that is for you, it does not mean you are renting in heaven. It means that you are an heir of heaven. That is your home. No, it's okay. You can leave it open. Are you listening to me? Yes. This is your home. Amen. It means that no one needs another master key to your house because you are the landlord. Yes. When you have your own house, you can change it as you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can somebody go get my Yeah. But if you are renting, you have to ask the landlord, uh, can I change this? They'll say no. Because they know you are passing by. Somebody else will occupy it. But the owner can change it anytime they want. So keys don't only represent... Keys don't only represent access. Mm. It represents ownership. When you buy a house, when you sign documents, your documents don't come immediately. They come later. The first thing they do is they give you your keys. But when you're renting, the landlord has another pair of keys and they say when you're leaving, you have to bring back the other keys. Mm. But this one, God is saying, I am giving you your keys Mm. and whatsoever you want to do. Somebody say, God, give me keys. Lord, give me utterance this day. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. God, give me this day. So the reason why you can function in the realm of utterance is because you are a citizen of heaven. You have a house in heaven, but you are on earth. Mm. But because your house has influence of what you are on earth, 
you can cause your house to support you here on earth in anything that you want. Mm. So whatsoever. Yes. Mm. Wow. Whatsoever. Whatsoever you bind on earth, heaven will also bind it. Whatsoever you lose on earth, heaven will also what? Lose it. Elijah did not pray for rain to stop falling. He spoke. Your problem is you only bind demons. Whenever you are talking about binding, you are thinking about demons. I bind devils, I bind devils. Satan, I bind you. <laughs> I bind you. That's your favorite prayer. But there's no day you sat down and said, listen, I have treasures in heaven. I unlock my treasures on earth. I unlock my generation blessing on earth. But you pray for blessing for something you have been given keys. Jacob prayed for blessing because he had no access. Mm. Right. When he became Israel, he became the one blessing. Mm. <laughs> right. wow. ah, Lord Jesus. Mm. God wants you to change your position. Yes. Amen. The Lord wants you to shift your position. The Lord wants you to transform your position. Yes. God wants you to enter into the realm of utterance. Amen. Amen. That the spirit of utterance will be upon you. Amen. That you begin to bind the brokenhearted. Yes. You begin to preach deliverance. Yes. You begin to heal. Yes. So every time you have said, Lord, please. You missed the point. That's why it delayed. Many times only by his grace is helping you. But it's no longer his business. It is no longer the Lord's business. It is yours. How do we become or how do we enter into the realm of utterance? I will teach it more in detail yes. in prophetic school. Yes. I'll take you to another dimension in prophetic school. Because there are things that I cannot speak here, but in the school I will. But how do we enter into the realm of utterance? Is by being convicted by the truth of what the Lord spoke. You know, many people pray without conviction. Mm. Some people speak without conviction. Let me show you something. Uh, this one is deep. Are you ready? Amen. <laughs> this one is gonna, I'm gonna rattle some feathers with this. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. I believe this is in uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yes. yes. Please read. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Uh -huh. For the word of God is quick uh -huh. and powerful uh -huh. and sharper than any two-edged sword. Start again. For the word of God is quick. The word of God is what? Quick. quick. And powerful. And what? Powerful. Not scripture. <laughs> Somebody missed it. Say it one more time. For the word of God is quick and powerful. The words of God or the word of God? So we know it's not talking about scripture. It's speaking about the utterance that is given by God. I'm not saying the Bible is not powerful. It absolutely is. But here it's not talking about the Bible. That is why you've been speaking the word and it's not working. I feel like I'm talking to myself. That is why you have been speaking the word and nothing is what? happening because the word is supposed to fuel you and put you in a place of utterance so when Elijah said there will be no dew or rain until I say so it was the word of God and it was quick and immediately drought began read it one more time for the word of God is quick. It is very fast. And powerful. It is very powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Now look at what it says. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. The Roman sword was double-edged. Meaning that if he, cut you, if he hit you from the backside, he kills you. If he cuts you from the other side, he kills you. The Arab swords or, or, or the natives of that area, it was one-sided. If you look at ancient like Arabian sword, they were like, you know, they were like a banana. Yeah. So if they hit you on the backside, it will hurt you, but it will not kill you. If he hits you on the front side, it will slice you. Yeah. But now, Paul is making comparison that the word of God is like a two-edged sword, which was the sharpest thing at that time. Meaning, if, if it hits you on the reverse, yes. or if it hits you going forward, it is powerful and very sharp. Yeah. Let me tell you what that means. When you speak the word of God, and a wizard tries to come behind the scenes, and creep on to stop what you're doing, because it's too edged, it will cut them. Even if they're coming from the back, it will kill them. I feel like I'm talking to myself. When that person is lifting up an altar against you, when that person is behind the scene doing juju, the fact that they went from behind doesn't mean they will survive. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Because it's too edged, it doesn't mean because it went one way, somebody can manipulate it from the back. If you touch it from the back, it will kill you. You touch it from the God, it will from the front, it will catch you. Because it is sharp on both sides. There is no weakness in the word of God. Amen. I feel like I'm talking to myself. There is no weakness. There is no weakness. There is absolutely zero weakness. Ah. 
There is no weakness in the word of God. Elijah was scary because if you went against his word, you died. But because you think the utterance of God is prayer, that's why you don't understand. But I've been praying against this witchcraft. Why is it still coming? Because you have still not released the word of God. I feel like I'm talking to myself, prophet. When you enter into the realm of utterance, you become a very dangerous person. Soldiers were sent to Elijah. They came. Man of God, the king is asking for you. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire fall from heaven and consume you. Yes. Barbecue. <laughs> Another crew came. Man of God, the king is has need of you. He said, if I be a man of God, let fire fall from heaven and catch you. Notice the king was using a back door. Think because soldiers came, they will stop Elijah. Yeah. Elijah didn't do anything. Fire just fall from heaven and consumed them. One came on his knees. He said, my Lord, have mercy upon my life. And those, your servants also. He removed himself from being the servant of the king and became Elijah's servant. When you have utterance in you, people will be forced to align themselves with you. Somebody is not listening to me. When you have the utterance of God in you, people have no choice. Because whoever stands against you, you don't need to pray. Somebody didn't hear me. You don't need to pray. When you flow in the realm of utterance, you don't need to. You, you don't, yeah. Let them just do you wrong. Watch what will happen to them. Let them try to, to cheat you out of something. Let them try to deceive you in something. Let them try to go behind the scenes to do something to you. Just watch what will happen. You know, only, only a baby Christian fights other people. When you're a powerful man in the sight of God, you don't argue with people. You don't really address people. When people are spending time talking about other people, it shows you have zero in you. Not only don't you have the capacity to change the world by what God has put in you, you are powerless. You cannot carry out the will of God without pulling other people. Even though the Lord never agreed with the Pharisees, he never pulled them down. And he never shamed them publicly. What he carried pulled people. When you carry utterance, you have a double-edged sword. Whether you lean it behind you like this, they run into it, they will die. Whether you throw it forward, they die. So it doesn't matter what angle they come, they're in trouble. The reason why every day you plead the blood of Jesus and pray for protection is because you're not in the realm of utterance. You think the blood of Jesus is the blood of Jesus that I pleaded yesterday has expired. So let me plead afresh. <laughs> Prophet, am I am I am I saying the truth, sir? 
So you are pleading the blood of Jesus every day you have a new version. Because you think yesterday's did what? Expired. But when you have the utterance in your mouth, an edge of protection is around you. Anyone who runs into it, they're in trouble. Jesus never prayed for protection. Do you realize that? Jesus said, don't you think I can ask my father for legions, not pray? Meaning demand. More than 12 legions. More than 12. Why, Jesus? One legion has more than 4,000 soldiers. Why do you need more than 12? He's just trying to show you have excessive power. Be convicted by what the Lord Jesus spoke. Amen. If you're not convicted by what Jesus spoke, you cannot enter into that realm. The Lord Jesus had his disciples prophet and his apostles were moving around and they met a man casting out devils in the name of Jesus. Before the Holy Ghost came, before there was outpouring of the Spirit, and the disciples went and stopped him and they went to Jesus. They said, Lord, we found a man using your name to cast out devils. And we stopped him. Jesus said, why did you stop him? Don't you know a kingdom divided amongst itself cannot stand? How was this man casting out devils before the Holy Spirit? It means that the Holy Spirit was available to those who knew. That is why the disciples prepared themselves for the Holy Spirit because now they knew. Yeah. Wow. But in the Gospels, if you look at the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was always available. Yeah. Yes. You come upon people and they would do dangerous things. Yeah. Yeah. So when people here in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He's talking about the Gospel of the Kingdom that it will be made available for everybody. He's wow. yeah. not saying that God will just start pouring out his spirit randomly, no. If you notice where the baptism of the Holy Ghost came was about proximity with the apostles. Those who had their message, those who are close received the baptism. Not people who are randomly somewhere, they just caught the spirit and they came, I am an apostle. No. Even Paul caught it because people were praying against him. Proximity. For you to enter into the realm of utterance, number two, you need proximity. I feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like I'm here on my own. Somebody type proximity. I want you to type fire and type proximity. Facebook, are you there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The disciples, let me show you how, how we are working against what God said. Do you realize Jesus never bothered to teach his disciples how to pray? <laughs> Jesus was training them in utterance. But they saw the disciples of John praying. They said, teach us how to pray like them. But Jesus never saw it important to teach them how to pray. I'm I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking to myself. (laughs) Prophet. 
Jesus was saying, follow me to the mountain to pray. He was showing them how to pray. Mm -hmm. He was not teaching them. He was showing them yeah. how it is done. Yeah. Wow. You go to this place. When you start talking to God as your father, God comes and interacts with you. Yeah. He was showing them. When you come from the mountain, you have utterance, you speak and things happen. He was showing them. But because they were used to seeing people, they said this one is real power. So when they asked Jesus, teach us how to pray like the disciples of John, Jesus was actually shocked. And Jesus gave them, you know, he said, pray after this manner. Imagine God on earth is not teaching anybody to pray. Mm -hmm. yes. I'm sorry, utterance is superior than prayer. Yes, it is. He was showing them the culture of the kingdom. They wanted the culture of the law. So good. You think that's the first thing Jesus will teach them? Even people came and complained to Jesus. They said, why don't your disciples fast? He said, why should they? <laughs> why should they fast when they are in this proximity? Somebody did not catch their, their revelation. Why should they fast when I'm here? This proximity does not permit them to fast. Uh, I don't know if somebody is catching. <laughs> Fasting is good. It's really good. But proximity changes that. I feel like I'm talking to myself. If, if this is making sense, just type fire and then I will go deep. Just type fire. Just type fire. Fire. Seven times type fire. Uh, that, that one is real fire. <laughs> I just give it to them. It's charged now. Thank you, prophet. Hallelujah. Proximity. Proximity changes everything. Yes. Amen. Mm. Proximity changes absolutely everything. When my son Mike met me, I never told Mike to fast. My son Mike just was around me all the time. He started casting out devils and he started prophesying just like that. That's right. Uh, deeply anointed. Didn't work for it. <laughs> Proximity. <laughs> Proximity. Amen. You know when people know you are a man of God, when you go to your family and you do deep things, everybody is shocked now. They start saying, let's go for prayer. <laughs> people who saw you in your weaknesses, they saw you in those things, but they are saying, let's go for prayer, please. Could you pray for us? Proximity. Proximity. Somebody just say proximity. So Jesus was shocked that they would ask for prayer when he is with them. But notice what Jesus was doing. Jesus was with them physically. And he told them, I am going, the world will not see me, but you will see me. The, the proximity has not changed. 
I will be inside of you. The same way you have seen me is the same way I'm with you. They will not be able to see me. You are the only one who will see me. So Jesus was training them to the culture of what was coming. I, I, I feel like people are not catching me. He said, I am with you. I am not leaving you. I am not forsaking you. I will be with you. Even closer than I am with you now in the flesh. I will be inside of you. So Jesus was teaching them and raising them in the culture of utterance. It's always good. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> but the disciples went and asked him, teach us how to pray like the disciples of John. The reason some of you are not growing is you are fo- following prophet Lovi, but you want to be like bishop so-and-so. You didn't catch it. You are following this man of God, but you want what another man of God has. Mm-hmm. Or you are following Bishop so and so, but you really like what Prophet Lovey has. My God. You love what Prophet Glovis has. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking to myself. You are not talking to yourself. Jesus didn't bother to teach them how to pray, He took them with Him to pray. That when Jesus now started having encounters, they were also having encounters. Proximity. Everybody in Israel was reading about Moses. They saw Moses and Elijah. When Jesus is having open visions, they started seeing open visions. When Jesus would hear his father, they started hearing the father. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. God began to speak to them because of proximity. I wish somebody could understand this. Proximity changed everything. For you to operate in the realm of utterance, you need a prophet. You need a prophet. You need somebody that walks in the realm of utterance. You need somebody that walks in the realm of utterance. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody that God has shown you by the Spirit. Yes. Not somebody that you just like. Somebody that God has shown you by the Spirit. Yes. That you know they fear God, they love God. Yes. Not just because somebody can prophesy, because many of them are prophesying. <laughs> Some of them are prophets, not prophets. Yeah. If you don't have a prophet, you cannot enter into utterance. You cannot. It's actually impossible. Elisha didn't have to fast or do anything Elijah did. Elijah just had to put a coat on him. And when Elijah put the coat on him, he said, "Uh, let me follow you left everything and followed him. Why? Because he knew for him to be baptized, for him to be baptized in what Elijah had, he needed to follow him. 
This is why Satan fights so many, fights the, not only the prophet, but the prophetic ministry. Yeah. Some people who also used to be in the prophetic ministry now have turned on everybody. Because them themselves, they exposed themselves and they were exposed. Now they want to make everybody that to seem like they are not what they are mm. because them themselves. There is no office of exposing people. No. Doesn't exist. Wow. You know, whenever I see people have a page that is dedicated to exposing men of God, you're not a Christian, you're a demon. You're an antichrist. Yes. Say it again, prophet. Antichrist. It's the spirit of the antichrist. Because you're causing people to disbelieve. We are not saying that, now how do we show somebody is fake? Teach people to receive the Holy Ghost because somebody that has the Holy Spirit cannot be deceived. So people are being deceived because they don't have the Spirit of God. So if you are called by God to bring people to the light, you bring them into the Holy Spirit. Because if you tell them so and so is fake, they will go to another fake person. Because they don't know how to tell which one is not fake. Because it is the prophet. There are things the pastor can do that the prophet cannot do. There are things the evangelist can do that the prophet cannot do. There are things the apostles can do that the prophet cannot do. There are things the teacher can do that the prophet cannot do. The Bible says that God gave all this to the edification and the fortification of the church. So there are certain things you will never get, you see, unless you have a prophet. There are certain things you'll never get unless you have a pastor. Many of you, you've worked with pastors. You've worked with bishops. You've worked with apostles. It is only the prophet that announces the coming of the Lord. The reason why the last days God is pouring out his spirit in the magnitude that he is is because Jesus is about to come. It's only the ministry of insight wow. that can prepare you for his coming. Wow. Wow, wow. That's good. Wow. Amen. Amen. To be born again is not preparation. It's to be ready to meet him. But to prepare is to get things together before he comes. Yes. Yeah. Those are two different things. Uh-huh. So now I'm going to ask you, when people here give, they don't understand its proximity. My God. When people here serve, they don't understand its proximity. I gave a small revelation here earlier. I was saying that uh, my daughter Eileen came and said, because it's kind of hot here, she, she brought handkerchief. She said, Papa, wipe your sweat and make sure you give it to me. <laughs> I said, you, you are clever. You don't know what you're doing, but you know you are clever. Because the sweat represents labor. So if you can take 
somebody's labor away, you have entered into what they have. This is why the Lord Jesus had to sweat before he went to the cross. That is why I said, take upon yourself my yoke. It is easy because he's done all the hard work. Now take my sweat. I've done the work. Proximity. YouTube, are you there? Proximity. Even Judas could cast out devils. <laughs> Proximity. God wants to raise you to a special place. God wants to give you the keys yes. into the realm of utterance. Yes. Those points I have given you, they are dangerously deep. Mm -hmm. I am a witness of it being true. Amen. I am a witness of it being true. Amen. I remember, Prophet, uh, uh, I posted this video on my channel too, of a woman that uh, I, I uh, th this has happened many times that I spoke to her, I said, hey, go buy baby clothes. You're going to have a baby prayed for her. She left. Mm -hmm. She came back pregnant. And, and I asked the Lord God, why did I have to say to happen if it's something that you want? He said, if you didn't speak, it was not going to happen. Mm. Right. So the miracle is at the tip of your tongue. Mm. It already was made available. That's why Jesus died. That's why the Lord Jesus died. It's always been available. It's at the tip of your tongue. But if you don't understand the science of the spirit of utterance, yes. you remain behind. Yes. Oh God. Right now we're about to pray. I want you to grab a special seed. I want you to do a proximity covenant oh God. with God. Say, Lord, because I have joined myself with this work that you're doing. Lord, let me partake of the anointing and the spirit that is upon your servant. Grab a seed and, uh, and uh, we are going to, to, we are going to play, some, they're gonna play something. You're going to just play something. They're going to play something and I want you to do it very quickly and then we're going to come back. Me and the prophet are going to pray for you and then I'm going to sponsor some people for prophetic school. Amen. Quickly, Amen. listen to me. If you're not going to do it prayerfully, don't do it. Amen. Grab something that means something to you and do it quickly.
So 
come back. I want people to give Jesus a mighty hand in this place. For the message. For this word that has come to you, it's a pace setter for you. There are things God will never do in your life unless he gives you a certain word from God. And this word that you've received tonight will propel you to another level. I feel in my spirit that we are in a time where God is about to speed up some things. I said God is about to speed up some things. The man, the Bible says, at the gate called beautiful. The Bible says he realized he had a problem and his problem was not that he was lame. His problem was that he had no man. The Bible says when Jesus came to him, he asked him, what do you want? He says, I have no man. There are many people, you think your problem is money. You think your problem is that you, ha- you don't have good health. You think your problem is marriage. But the biggest problem people have is that they don't have a man. A man that God can put in your proximity for you to be able to receive that which God has for you. I came to declare to somebody here that God has given you a man. God has given you a man. To put you in proximity to what he has planned for your destiny. I don't know who I'm talking to here, but if you are hearing me, you are hearing the sound of a blessing that is coming to you. And everything that tries to go contrary, like the prophet said, there is a double-edged sword that you've carried from here, from now on, that nothing will be able to stop you anymore. Are you still there? I want to pray and decrease something here because the prophet talked about uh, proximity. And many people don't understand what that means. This is what we call the prophet's reward. And the prophet's reward doesn't just mean he blesses you. Ah. The seed you've given tonight, you've gained access into what we call the prophet's reward. And this, this is not the prophet blessing you. What the prophet, prophet's reward is, is this. Whatever God has determined to bless him, he gives to you. If God is going to give him another car this year, he's giving you a car. If God is going to give him a house this year, he's going to give you a house. Whatever is coming to him is the reward for the prophet, but it's coming to you. I decree and I declare by reason of the seed that you have given tonight, gain access into this prophetic reward. In the name of Jesus, every time God blesses his servant, may that blessing come to you. Every time he increases his servant, may that increase come to you. Whatever tries to stop you, because it didn't stop him, it will never stop you. I decree right now that the prophetic reward of this house reaches you right where you are. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and speak in tongues, somebody. Zobara le bakate de bedebe. 
Zuana manda mana ma dendo sonde bamande glika para la bale mete liga balenos pekrene mente liga nadusia baha eloroshma de rakida balena rosa pray 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 say i take what belongs to the prophet i gain access into his prophetic coffers in the name of Jesus, I gain access into his rewards. Pray, 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 pray. Beladusha la mala, le baleano cobaladia, el rosuzi blania tate. Gadabada mana mande baleno cobalia. Zubrenishada, Zubrenishada, Lokomande Legosi Balane Bahaya, Maranondesha, Zokarana Bahate, Zekamanalaha, pray, 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 wherever you are. Pray wherever you are. Listen, this time around, when that sickness tries to come, they will see his face. When poverty tries to knock at your door, it will see his face. You are carrying a new face from now. You are carrying a new picture from now. The devil that knew you before, La Roque Mandela Bahasata. He's about to get a surprise of his life. Zikana Bahate. Zikana Bahate. Zikana Bahate. Zikana Bahate. Zoka Marega Belahato. Limombre de de Beleko Shabala. La Baron le mande le baha. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say, I have access. I have the spirit of ownership because I have the keys of heaven and earth. Ah, give God some praise in here. That's too small for what is coming to you. Give God some Ah, I feel something in my spirit. I feel something in my spirit. There are many people here, you've been struggling to own a house, own a business, own things. That grace has been released to you. I said that grace has been released to you. Listen, those who try to uh, limit you to paying for things and leasing things, <laughs> uh, they don't know what is coming. There is a grace for ownership, I sense, prophet. There's a grace for ownership, I'm telling you. There's a grace for ownership. 
there's a woman that you're watching me and it's, it's like your house is about to be foreclosed. But God is saying, because you connected with the seed, and in fact, I'm looking at this woman, she's still thinking about giving. Because this grace is being channeled to you and you can feel it on the inside of you. I don't know what God is speaking to you to give. I want you to double it right now. Because what is coming to you is going to shock you. It's going to totally shock you. Whatever thing that you've been struggling with, I speak as a prophet. Joining my anointing with the prophet's anointing. And decreeing and declaring that your house will not be foreclosed. I say your house will not be foreclosed. This season, you will not only keep that house, you will own other houses. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just just to finish, uh, I, I want you to know that. Oh, it's not on? Okay, it's good? Okay. I, I, I just want, um, I want, I want everybody to know that it is the great desire of God mm-hmm. for you to prosper. And I believe as the prophet has prayed, you are entering, you're not going to prosper, you have entered into it. Don't sleep on your tongue. We are going to, I'm just going to give a small instruction for tomorrow, prophet. Uh, The first, my God. 50 people that will email will get the link for Prophetic School Online. So, Bishop, only the first 50. If it goes beyond that, no. The first 50. Wow. The first 50. There's other people like my son, uh, Richard Jones, sponsored some other people. So the first 50 people that will come in, and other people also have sponsored other people. The first 50 people that will email, what is the the email? Info at prophetlovey.com. Info at The first 50 people that will email will get the link. Can you hear me or no? Can you hear me now? Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Jesus. So the first 50 people that will email info at prophetlovey.com will get the link to the prophetic school online. Uh, We can't, me and prophet can't wait to see you tomorrow. And I know God is going to bless you. God is going to increase you. We love you in the mighty name of Jesus. Shalom, shalom. And tomorrow is going to be too much. God bless you and see you tomorrow. Bless you.